Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of She Salt. Today I have a friend with me who is a women's health nurse practitioner. If you were to break that down, it's CRNP, and she's also board certified, which is BC. And she's also a friend of mine, Emily Willis. Thank you for coming and being with me today. Thanks for having me, Kathy. I know. So we're just going to just share this right off the bat. Um, a fun little fact about Emily and I is I married her, didn't I? You did in October of 2020. So it's already been almost three years. Isn't that crazy? It is. I think about, you know, that time of COVID and how every, it just, it all, it's just the weirdest thing looking back on it, mm-hmm. how it just flipped all of our worlds upside down. And it really brought about a lot of changes for you. So, oh, yeah. We got married. That was one. And, mm-hmm. and you, so you're a blended family now. We are. And I started my business during mm-hmm. COVID as well. So, yeah. Yeah. So, being a women's health nurse practitioner, it's pretty self-explanatory, really. You are specializing strictly in women's health. Yeah, and in particular, OBGYN. Okay. All right. So, uh, you know, most women that listen to us are very, they have an OBGYN. They they go to them once a year, probably, get their pap smear, uh, have their exam, and, and they don't think another thing about it. But tell us what the difference is with coming to see someone like you versus an OBGYN. So five years ago, there would have been no difference. Um, Mm -hmm. And I had a health crisis that really took me down the more holistic natural path because nothing traditional medicine wise worked for me. And that's all I was ever taught. That's all I knew. Um, And when that all failed me is when I started looking outside the box. And that's when I discovered there was so much available to us, like from the earth, from energetics, that's not taught in medical school or nursing school that actually works way better, has less side effects, Mm -hmm. and has been around for thousands of years. Yeah. And that's how I just started taking courses. I became a flower essence practitioner as well. I got certified in that. And I just couldn't keep working for doctors and offices that would only promote hormones and surgery. Yeah. And antibiotics as the only options. Yeah. And so I decided to open my own office where I could actually speak what I know is true and offer all the options, which instead of there being, say, two, I'll offer someone 10 different options. Yeah. That are, 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 there are things that you can do for yourself. Like the big secret is you don't need to go to the doctor to get healed. You don't need to come to me. You just need the tools. So I'm just like your guide. I'm just giving you the information and we can all heal ourselves. It sounds to me sort of like, and nothing against any OBGYN I've ever been to. Everyone I've ever been to, I've have been fine. You know, (laughs) I can't say they've been fabulous. They've been fine. I mean, it's and for me to say something's fabulous, I've had to have had a really great (laughs) experience with it and putting my feet in the stirrups. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like okay, let's let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's get this done and move on. I'm grateful that I've always lived somewhere where I have access. Mm-hmm. to that sort of health care. But it sounds to me like th- there, there's a big difference here in that you're going to sit down and listen to what's really going on with people and you're going to explore different avenues and hear them, hear yes. them, yes, and weigh out what options may be best for them and explain mm-hmm. to them some options that they may not have knew existed. For sure. Yeah. And you and I are both in the Reiki world and, mm-hmm. and energy is huge. Mm-hmm. Your own personal energy can manifest 
your own sicknesses. Absolutely. pH imbalances. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, the list goes on, yes. you know. And I think it, it just amazes me sometimes that in the, the, the world of medicine, that this is kind of foo-fooed and shoo-shooed. And woo-woo. And woo-woo and, mm-hmm. and all those words. And not given validation. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you really were to look at the history of medicine, it's not that far back that all of these things were put into place, right? right? Holistic care was the norm, and now it's not. It's just... I think it's on a comeback, so, though. It is on a comeback, thankfully. But yeah. most, you know, a lot of places you go, it's just physical. They only address the physical. And there's no way whatever's manifesting in your body is purely physical. Well, we know it doesn't start. It becomes physical. It, it becomes d- physical it becomes because physical. you're not addressing the mental, spiritual, emotional part of it. Right. How did it become right. into physical form to mm. begin with? And yeah. there's not a prescription for that. No, but no. there's 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 work and research that 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 other people can bring to light that mm. can help you take care of the root cause of whatever yeah. the problem is. Exactly. I had um, an issue with me back in. 2020 where I had a huge growth in my uterus a huge one it was about seven pounds and by the point it had gotten there it was remember it was it was um, crushing my cervix and blocking organs and by that point I had no choice but to use the physical route to get right done with it and being that someone who is Mm-hmm. <laughs> who is in that world of energy work and a, a Reiki master and all that. I, I can honestly tell you, I pretty well knew what was going on. I just chose to not put the work into my own mm-hmm. self um, to yeah. remedy that. And we all do that. Even yeah. when we know, like you knew. I knew. But I knew. It, it takes work. It takes time. and um, Well, often I'm more as you probably are too more concerned with helping others than myself. Yes, yes, for sure. And that's one thing that I've really Mm. worked on Mm. is protecting my own energy Mm. and um, nurturing that. But tell me, tell me a little bit, like what kind of alternate paths do you offer? A lot. Like, okay, let's start with birth control. So, I mean, the way I tell people is I I lay it out like a buffet on my desk and I hide the hormones and surgery in the back and that's what somebody wants. That's fine. But at least I feel like I've given them all the options because when you go to a traditional office, you're not really given more than those two options. No. Um, And there's there's so much else out there. And if that's what's right for that woman, then that's what she gets. Right. Um, You know, we're all different. So, you know, and in me, me, I'm 44. So what... I can what I would consider for my body now is not what I would consider for my body 20 years ago. Sure. Like I was on birth control. Everything was traditional Um, birth control. Honestly, we have the ability to control when we want to get pregnant. If we just know our cycles, there's literally six days out of the month. And that is it that you can get pregnant. That's how I practice right now. I have a husband. He is not fixed. I am not on birth control. I do not want to have a baby at 44. No, you don't. But we have sex and I like to have sex. Sure. So I track my cycles. And so the fertility awareness method method is great um, with your temperature, cervical mucus, and just looking at where you are in your cycle. So we joke that my husband's old man sperm can't really live five days, but that's in theory how long they can live. So you want to be careful five days before you ovulate and the day after because the egg actually only lives for 24 hours. 
So there's this big, big myth that we can get pregnant any day of the month. And it's just not true. And there's so many women out there that don't know that. It's not taught in sex education. I mean, my kids are all going through public school. There's no sex ed. My son is 14 now, like zero. Nothing has been covered. Huh. Me as friends having sex. Um, so, I mean, just knowing your body is the first step because so many of us are so disconnected yeah. from our body and not just like reproductive wise, but just disconnected from symptoms, from things sure. that our bodies are trying to tell us. And we're just too busy. We're just going. We got to keep going and plowing. And this is busy. And I've got to keep giving and giving. And there's nothing left at the end of the day. Exactly. So for birth control, I mean, that's really the cheapest. It's free. Mm-hmm. Easiest way. And you get to know your body really, really well. Um, there are some, um, there's something called a Kaya, which is a diaphragm that you don't have to be fitted for. So diaphragms used to be popular, you know, 50 years ago plus. Um, that's another alternative for women that don't want to have to keep track of their cycle, um, okay. but it does require using it beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. I think those used to be pretty popular back in the day, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I think for birth control, as far as taking the pill, I think for a lot of women, it's just easy. I mean, yeah, because definitely. all you got to do is remember to take it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I did it for 20 years. And, I did. And you don't worry about it anymore. And then a lot of women are like, I just can't take the chance. Like if I take the mm-hmm. pill, I feel safe that mm-hmm. I'm not going to get pregnant. I can't take the chance. But I believe if you, you know, it's got to do with that learning the rhythm, mm-hmm. not just the rhythm of, of nature, of, of our seasons, but the rhythm of your body and the seasons of our body. The we go through that every month with our cycle. Yeah. We are constantly changing and flowing. Yeah. And if you can, there's a beauty into tuning into that and listening to that <clears throat> mm-hmm. and knowing that. And then there's a huge beauty in not putting those hormones. Well, and there are side effects of those hormones. I mean, some women literally can't take them because of side effects. And then like myself, I was on them for 20 years And then once I realized what I know now, I'm having liver issues and other problems because of having been on them for so long. Yeah, that's a long time. And um, they really, I mean, our womb space is our creative manifesting Mm -hmm. powerhouse. And Mm -hmm. when you're on synthetic hormones, you're suppressing that. And I really feel like getting my business off the ground in a large part has been successful to the fact that I decided to let that lady loose and I got off birth control so I could manifest too, not just for the physical, like I feel better, yeah. but also because I, I really have not been, I've kept her shut down for 20 years, except for when I decided to have babies. So it's not just about managing birth control for me. It's about just letting my body be in its own natural rhythm and, and flow. Let those creative juices. Exactly. It, it, all kinds of juices. All flow. sorts mm-hmm. of juicy goodness. Yeah. Yes. I think for me, I was, you know, I chose, I had my third, I had my children really early. I had the third one when I was 24. And I knew I didn't want any more kids. Mm-hmm. I had my tubes tied. Right. Um, so my time on birth control was very short. I would mm-hmm. say sporadically four or five years of my life was on mm-hmm. birth control. So I never really had the, that um, interruption with my hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, other than that incident I had a couple of years ago with the cyst, I've been um, very healthy. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe probably a lot of that has to do with I've, 
allowed my body to just be. Yeah, to yeah. do what it's supposed to do. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's helped like metabolism and mm-hmm. and all those all of those sort of other things. Mm-hmm. So, do women come to see you also when they are um, trying to get pregnant? Yes, Um, I mean, I see people for just checkups. I see them for birth control problems. Infertility is actually starting to become kind of a little subspecialty for me. I'm actually taking a fertility course right now. I'm the nerd that's always taking classes. So I'm taking constant constant learner. I'm taking herbalism classes and fertility classes. So I'm really starting to specialize in that. Um, And some of a good bit of that is involving the flower essences. And that's probably half my like half my patients if not more come to me just for that or they'll come in for gynecology and we talk about all the more holistic natural options for whatever their problem is and flower essences is always number one for me because we as women take all our anxiety and trauma and drama and that's where we stuff it we stuff it down in our womb space and we get pcos and cysts and fibroids and endometriosis and we can't get pregnant and modern medicine ignores that whole component to it like yeah. they completely only look at the physical. And I mean, even something as, as, you know, seemingly benign as I have this unconscious belief that I'm not worthy to carry a child. Okay. That has, and that, that, has that a makes powerful it, it's effect. powerful and yeah. it, it makes a difference. And you, know, you could be doing all the positive affirmations and eating all the right things. But if that is your core belief, that's not a space that a baby wants to come yeah, you got to break down deep into that. You have yeah. to get down, and that's where the flower essences really get to the root of that. And um, I mean, I don't know any woman that's never had some anxiety in her life. It's physically like it's impossible. We've all sure. been through it, but some people are literally their lives are so. Um, what's I'm trying to think of the word? Well, they're just their their lives are so full filled with things that take away from from what the things that they really want i mean Mm -hmm. as women we've got to give we've got to give 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 Mm -hmm. give we got to take care of everybody else yeah and then i i think for us there's a point where maybe the things we desire most maybe we don't feel worthy of all that or Mm -hmm. maybe we just don't feel we don't have the time for Mm -hmm. all that or we have nothing left at the end of the day yeah because we've give 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 and there's just nothing left yeah so tell me about the flower essence because people are hearing that and they're going, what right. is that? So I usually compare them to uh, essential oils first because people know what essential oils are and, and like herbal supplements and tinctures. So that's the physical part of the plant. So, okay. you know, a tincture, an essential oil that comes from a physical part of the plant. The flower essences is where we get into the realm of Reiki and energy work. So they are the energetic, the essence or the soul of the flower, of the tree, of the crystal. Gotcha. Um, so they work completely at the energetic level. So you can't, you know, have any um, drug interactions. You can't be allergic. You can't OD on them. I give them to my dog. I give them to my kids. My husband and I take them on and off. I mean, they're safe for everyone. Um, and I make custom formulas for people based on what they're coming in for. So I have several clients right now that are seeing me for infertility. I have several seeing me for anxiety. Um, so it's not just per se, OBGYN, but they came to me with a, a gynecological problem. And then it's like, well, do you have anxiety? Well, yeah, I have really bad anxiety. Okay, well, to think that these two are not at all involved yeah. is insane. Yeah. So let's address that as well. Um, and that's how that works. And they um, they go home and they take the drops three times a day for a month. 
And I've just recently branched out. I've started seeing kids and men as well, like partners of women that I see. That's cool. With wonderful, wonderful results. Um, I mean, as you know, like very similar to Reiki. Some of the um, treatments I do, I do use Reiki with my clients as well. Okay. Along with the flower essences. Okay. I know that the rose is supposed to have a very high vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. They're, they're, uh, I, I try to pick a favorite. I can't, like, every time someone asks me about a specific one, I say, that's my favorite, but then they're all my favorite. Sure. Because sure. they're all so good for so many different things. Yeah. And well, the earth is always, it's where we get our medicine from. And, and this isn't new. Like, all right? these, these other options that I give people, like castor oil packs and yoni steams and yoni eggs and all these things are not new. Like, they seem new because they've been forgotten, but they're right. not. Yeah, this is true. This is true. So how long you said you've been at your new practice for a couple of years now? I opened August 1st of 2021. Okay. Uh, I was in Madison off Hughes Road. And then I moved to Huntsville. I'm right off Memorial Parkway between Drake and Airport. And I moved in there on Halloween of this past year. And you have other people in your yes in your building. So in my suite, I have uh, Dr. Shelby Simon, who's a chiropractor. Okay. I have Ashley Woodcock, who's another nurse practitioner, but she specializes in functional medicine, uh, particularly thyroid problems and medical weight loss. She's also a nutritionist. Oh, nice. And then I have Sarah Cummins, who's a yoga therapist in the office, and then Monica Tucker, who does quantum reflexology, sound bowl healing, and like four other things. That all those work beautifully yeah they do and so we we're trying to create like a holistic health center in our tiny little suite on memorial parkway well you got to start somewhere and i'm sure it's wonderful and i'm sure plans it's gonna grow Mm -hmm. any like uh women's festivals or anything that you want to kind of plan around that sometime we I'm throwing it out there. Yeah, we have a pelvic love mini retreat next Saturday. Okay. That Sarah and I with uh, Waterfall Yoga Therapy are doing. And that's um, for four hours next Saturday. It's a pampering slash educational event. So we're going to be doing breath work and yoga, but also a lot of education for me on pelvic anatomy, um, herbs, and a lot of these alternative or uh, natural treatments that I've been talking about, flower essences. We're going to do a guided meditation, a, room, a womb massage, um, okay. and a journey with the flower essences. So I give a drop and we're going to do a guided meditation. So it's not just a sit and learn. It's also a get up and move uh, and meditate and breathe. Cool. Workshop. So when I when I interview someone and I hear a, something come up that I think people might not recognize, I want you to explain. So yes. womb massage, let's talk about that. So your womb, your mm-hmm. uterus, I yeah. personally think womb is a way sexier word, just like yoni is well, way better than vagina. Womb. Womb. So I'm going to, you know, massage yeah. my uterus versus yeah, I'm going to massage sound. my womb. Yeah, it sounds better. I think it sounds way better. Yeah. So, no, we're going to learn how to massage the womb from, with your hands on the outside of your belly. That's, it's funny you, you mentioned that because I do a few things with my nightly practice before mm-hmm. I go to bed and I've had a hysterectomy. Right. But I massage my belly. Mm-hmm. Every night, and I do it more thinking of digestion. It does help um, with that too. But I just feel like it's it's a way. F- I'm all about that mind body connection, mm-hmm. and I've really gotten more into that mm-hmm. um, since I was able to take some time off and mm-hmm. reprioritize myself and my life. And I thought I started to think to myself, well, 
how do I connect more to my body? Mm-hmm. And I, you connect more to your body by getting to know your body. Yes. You have to touch you have to touch yourself. your body. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have started like when I get out of the shower and I've I've got lotion and moisturizer mm-hmm. on. I, I give myself a facial massage mm-hmm. just and for me that's the lymphatic system. Yes, yes. I'm taking my thumbs and going across mm-hmm. my brow and down my nose mm-hmm. and kind of draining all that yes. down down my throat and then I get to the belly and I just work through mm-hmm. the contours mm-hmm. of where I feel my organs are. Yes. And um, you have the energetic womb space. You you may I not do. have your actual womb anymore, but you still have that space. I do. I know, and I do still have my ovaries, yes. you know. So I mean, I I it, but it's kind of funny to me now that I connect to my body even more womanly. Than I did. Than when you had your uterus. Than when I had my uterus. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. And I mm-hmm. find that curious, but I think that has something to do with my age as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think late 40s into your 50s, there's a part of you that connects even more to your femininity mm-hmm. because you're at a place to where you can. Yes. You can. Hopefully your children are grown. Yeah. It's the time of you. The demands of all of everyone else needing you Mm -hmm. aren't there. So, you know, and I I think that just started for me, you know, like I said, when I had some time off and I'm like, I really want, I I always with a yoga practice, talk about mind body connection Mm -hmm. and really felt I had that, but Mm -hmm. my sickness proved to me I did not. Right. Have it to the degree that right. that I'm preaching to people. Mm-hmm. And that kind of bothered me. Um, but you learned from it. Oh, I learned a I learned a great a, deal. A huge from amount. It. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like and and you know, we don't know everything that's going on within the nuances of our body and inside our body. Mm-hmm. But I think if we are energetically and physically connected mm-hmm. to it it'll tell us well, that's in the, one way or another. Yeah, and that's the thing. So many of us are so disconnected from our bodies. Like women are afraid to even touch their labia. They're afraid to touch yeah. their breasts. Like I do a breast massage every day with oil. Too. It's a methodical. I do it every single morning. Um, the womb massage too. And, and, and if you're not, if you're, and then we get to issues like um, painful sex or things like that. And, and people are like, they're literally numb because they're disconnected. Yeah. I mean, if they can't touch themselves, how can someone else touch themselves? You know, what? Right, it's right. just such a, um, it's such a strange thing to me. Cause I'm just, I'm just so not that way. I guess just because of what I do for a living, I'm, I'm always touching everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't have any trouble touching myself or someone else, but, um, especially here in the deep South, there's just so much, um, like sexual shaming and restriction and it's dirty and your period's dirty and your body should be covered up. And it's just like, why? Yeah. I I find a lot of people more really trying to break free of that. that I do too. These days. Thank goodness. Yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. And and just talking about sex more freely Mm -hmm. and, and what, what they want from sex. Right. What women, what do you, women, hello out there. What you're not do gonna you get, want You're not going to get it if you don't ask for it. And you're not going to enjoy it fully if you don't know what you like. Right. And you don't know your anatomy. Yes. You know, like, where's your clit? 
Right. Do you know where it is? I mean, like we know where it is, but do you know what it likes? There's, there's, mm-hmm. there's that. Well, and you sort need of to know what it likes before you expect someone else to know what it likes. Exactly. Exactly. I so mean, it's. The, I mean, do women come in and talk to you about their their lack of arousal? Yes. Okay. Let's and, talk about that because I think that's a big deal. Well, and then, you know, I had somebody the other day, I spent a whole hour with her. We just talked about sex and she said, you have talked to me more about sex than my OBGYN of 25 years has ever talked to me. Like every time I bring it up, their face gets red and they like mumble something. They either leave the room or they change the subject. And other than your partner, I don't know who else you're supposed to talk to about that really. I mean, friends, but if you're wanting advice. Yeah. Clinical advice. Clinical advice. And, um, that just blew me away. Like, how sad is that? That you've been seeing someone for 25 years, that their literal job is OBGYN. Like, all about vaginas. Like, and this they, is my lady bitch. And, and they can't Tell talk about, about their, you. they can't talk about it with you. Yeah, that is sad. That's very sad. And then the other thing is, they'll talk to me, but not their partner. And That's I, sad, too. I'm not the one going home having sex with you. I mean, we can right. talk about it all day long, but... You have to voice that to the person that you're participating in sex with. Well, maybe that starts with you, though. Maybe the, I hope the courage that, you know, to, them, for yeah. them to say, look, I have this concern. This right. is what's happening with me. Is mm-hmm. this normal? Mm-hmm. What can I do with myself to help me? Because, right. you know, like I believe it or not, I'm sure there's women out there who have trouble having an orgasm. Oh, gosh, yes. You don't have to guess on that one. Yeah, yeah. which to me... I know that's, I mean, I'm sure there are some medical reasons why with the physical anatomy, but to me, that is headspace. Oh, 100%. It's a lot of headspace. Like what's going on? What's holding you back? Where, where mm-hmm. are you guarding yourself? Where, where are you insecure? You yeah. So many women don't even want to be seen naked by their partners mm. at all. That breaks my heart. It, it It's, yeah. It's really Sad. devastating to hear people say that sort of thing. Um, I think we're there's so much in society, like, I have to look a certain way to be proud of my body, not just be proud of my body because it's my body. Yeah, and it's and you deserve to feel all those feels. Yeah, you deserve you know? to feel sexy and wanted, and you don't have to look like a Barbie doll. And you need and you need an orgasm for God's sake. Oh sakes. my gosh, yes. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast. Oh, we could. That's why I'm on my second marriage. Yeah, just on <laughs> orgasms. Actually, I think I have done a podcast just on orgasms, but it's important. So, but you're not just out there talking to women about this stuff. You also help men. Yes. Um. If they want to be helped. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. So like for men, generally, the answer is Viagra. Right. And there's other ways to skin that cat, right? There's, there's a lot of men that are on testosterone nowadays. Okay. But then the issue I've found with that is that those levels are getting way too high. And then couples are coming to see me and the, you know, the wife's wanting to have sex three or four times a week. And the husband's wanting to have sex three or four times a day. Because he's got high levels he's of got testosterone. insane levels of testosterone. And so then we've got this huge discrepancy. Yeah. And she's being f- made to feel I'm not normal and inadequate. Where on the other, like he's on this whole other end of the spectrum. Like, no, that's, that's, that's yeah. not normal either. And then, you know, the big problem, not just related to sex is like, for instance, you know, people having painful cycles, things like that. 
things that are so common are now considered normal. And just because they're common don't does not mean they're normal. No, the, at the, all. their occurrence may be the normal happening, but that does not mean the, it's a healthy normal occurrence. Right. And gotcha. so, you know, you get blown off. You go to the you go to the office and say, "Oh, I miss work every month because I'm throwing up for two days with my period cramps." Yeah. That's not normal. That's not normal. No. Having pain when you have sex is not normal. Um, you know, endometriosis is not normal. It's super common. You know, you could go all down that rabbit path of why that's such a right. big problem nowadays. But um, we've just normalized so many things that are not normal. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So endometriosis is another that's big, big thing go, mm. that's happening. And I've heard so many young women that have this issue. Yeah. And that leads to the infertility problem. Mm. And it's painful. Chronic pain. A lot of teenagers are being diagnosed with it. Uh, you actually can't be diagnosed unless they do surgery. Really? So it's kind of one of those, you have pain, we've tried everything we can think of and nothing else works, so it must be endometriosis. And uh. so to confirm, they do uh, surgery. Sometimes they find it, sometimes they don't. Uh, but that's there's not like a test for it. So to describe it, endometriosis, what is it? I mean, what what? how do you break that down to 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 classify it as that. So it's basically when the lining, uh, what's normally confined to the uterus, starts growing outside of the uterus. Okay. So it can be in different areas of the pelvis. I mean, it can be in different areas of the body, depending on how bad it is. Um, and it just tends to grow and grow and grow as long as the woman is of childbearing age and it's having cycles. Same thing like fibroids. They tend to grow and grow and grow until someone gets into menopause and the hormone levels go down. So it's, you know, you think of cancer. Cancer is just, no, they're normal cells that just overgrow. Right. So it's not that it's some foreign substance. It's just either overgrowing or it's not in the right place. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit evasive. Yes. Sort of like And a, it just spreads and spreads and spreads. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But you, you, you can help with that. Yes. Well, I mean, not me per se, but the but things you, that I suggest. Yeah. Right. So again, like. I, I'm just offering all the guidance and all the tools. They can go home and do all these things themselves, shy of maybe me making the flower essence formula. But, um, you know, these herbs, these oils, these changes in what you eat, changes in your lifestyle, these are all things they can do. And it's opening the door up to them to the, the holistic life and the wellness side of things. So because if we can, it's mm. like... Um, Give a man a fish, you'll feed him for a, right. a meal. Teach a man to fish, you can you'll feed him for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. sort of that proverb. It's like if you yeah. teach them better self care, right? Then we're going to cut off a lot of issues that they've never even considered, right? Well, yeah. it goes back to like with what happened with you. I mean, the goal is not to get to where it's the only option is surgery, right? Right. Um, because all these things that I suggest to women, they work great. But if you wait until, you know, you have Critical a, mass. A, a fibroid <laughs> the size of a cantaloupe, yeah. then these things that I'm suggesting are, are, are not going to work or it's going to take too long to work. Right. You know what I mean? And, right. and it's empowering. It's giving women their power back. Like you don't have to go to a doctor and get them to fix you. Right. You can you can heal yourself. I don't want to say fix yourself because you're not broken. That's good. Yeah. But it, it is. It's just having the right tools in your toolkit and connecting with your body. And nurturing yourself back to 
to the state you would like to live in. Right. Um, I think sometimes we need to like step back from our lives. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I I will tell myself when I feel like maybe I'm not doing what's best for me. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've quit saying, I've quit putting others before me. Whether it's my husband, whether it's my children, Mm -hmm. whether it's my grandchildren, what I've come to realize is not from a selfish perspective, but from a healthy perspective in order for me to be my best wife or my husband's best Mm -hmm. wife, to be the best mother to my children, the best grandmother, just the best person. Right. I really have to be the best I can be to me, right? Mm -hmm. So I've learned when I feel like I'm coming off that track, I'm going to step out of my my own self for a second and look at my life as if it were my very dear friend. We have to get out of our own way. Yeah. And I I look at my, my life and my trajectory of where I'm headed and I'm like, is this good for you? Are you, Mm. are you protecting your best interest here? Mm -hmm. Are you eating well? Are Mm. you sleeping? Mm -hmm. If this is nagging at you, why? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's that listening and that, and that physical connection. And you brought that up when you were talking about the womb massages and the breast massages, these are acts of self-love. They are. And they're super duper important. And if and if you have an issue with intimacy, mm-hmm. you really need to start with being intimate self-love. with yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, and no, it's not selfish. It's not selfish. Like it's we're, not weird. No. It's not strange. It's not. We're better human beings when we take care of ourselves first. Yeah. I have a, a morning practice I do. I call it, We call it Mama's Quiet Time. It's very Even important. Even though I'm not really quiet, I'm chanting, I'm doing yoga, I'm doing all this stuff. But it's 30 to 45 minutes every morning, and my husband and my kids know when I don't get to do my quiet time. I am not the same mother, wife, friend, woman. Yeah. I, I remember, don't. It's it, it really is. When, I, when my children were little, Um. I did yoga every day. You know, I still do. But when they were mm. little, I mean, from the time I brought them home, I put them in a car seat. When I did, if they weren't napping already, mm. I put them in a car seat and sat them beside me or near me while mm-hmm. I did my practice. And they learned really early. You made that the normal. This the was precedent. This mm-hmm. was normal for mom. And if they started fussing, as long as I knew they weren't in harm or whatever, right. I would finish what I mm-hmm. had to do as best I could. But as they got older, if for some reason I skipped it, mm-hmm. the little, when they were little, they'd go, mommy, you, you need to go do your yoga. Uh, they, they know. <laughs> They're like, you're yeah. not nice right now. You need to go do yeah. your yoga. And I'm like, you're right. You're mm-hmm. right. I'm super snappy when I don't do it. It's rare that I don't. It has to be something going on first thing in the morning where I don't have time. Yeah. And they know. I mean, I know before they tell me because I can tell. Yeah. Like this is not oh, me. Oh, you feel it. Yeah. I, I, if I don't prioritize myself first thing in the morning, the day does not go well. Yeah. And I think that's a good takeaway for everybody that's listening right now is you got to take care of yourself. Mm. I think you need to listen um, or start opening your mind to the more holistic path. If you're listening to this and you've made it 35 minutes into this podcast, <laughs> You're obviously interested mm-hmm. in a more natural, holistic way of caring for yourself. So you're a great outlet for that. And and not a lot of options for that type of care around Unfortunately, here. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a great place to start. I know mm-hmm. you personally. I know that you really care yeah. and that you really care about the health of women, um, building the community of women, mm-hmm. building something that can grow um, and, pardon the pun, bloom and flower from here. Yes. Um, <laughs> and build a community around this type of care. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the message that you're trying to tell people is that your care starts with you. Yes, absolutely. And your your energy field, your physical body, um, and and know that there's more than just physical. And when the physical is talking to you, listen. Listen, yeah. Listen early, long right. before it's screaming at you. It's going to whisper yep. for a while, and then to get your attention, it is going to scream. And we don't want to get to the screaming. No, I say that a lot. I'm like, listen, because mm-hmm. it'll talk to you in very gentle mm-hmm. whispers to begin. Yep. And then it'll get a little more persistent mm-hmm. and a little more authoritative. And then mm-hmm. eventually, if you're not listening... It'll bring you to your knees till you listen. It will. It will. And it'll compromise your life and everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone around you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So again, give everybody your address where you're at. My physical address. For your practice. It's 3315 Memorial Parkway Southwest, Suite 501. Okay. And where can they find you? Or do you have anything on social media? Can they follow you there? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Uh, my It's Bluefly, M-E-M, and the number two. Okay. That's for the business. And then I have a Facebook page as well. I have, I have a Facebook group, actually, a private Facebook group for women. Okay. So it's more of a space, like, I'm too embarrassed to ask this on the main business page. So we I have videos on there talking about sex and sex toys for instance like something i would not put on my traditional facebook page uh where we do talk about very personal intimate things um and then my website is wombspacehealing.com okay great Mm -hmm. um and you are accepting patients i'm accepting new patients i have mondays i work till 7 p.m to help accommodate working women um and every other saturday i work as well to again accommodate do some hours that are outside of normal business hours i don't know of any other gynecology office that offers saturdays um so that's usually pretty popular for people that can't get off of work okay um one thing i meant to ask you that i didn't do women that are Mm -hmm. getting or they're in their pregnancy they come and see you as well they can. I'm not, I don't do deliveries. So I did not do that last little bit to become a midwife because at the time I was in my twenties and I wanted to have babies and they work, you know, nonstop 24 yeah. seven. So I do see pregnant women, um, but I don't do deliveries. So usually I'll get you started um, beginning ultrasounds, blood work, you know, check everything out. And then I'll refer either to if they want like a home birth to a midwife in town, or if they want traditional hospital care, I'll refer to an OBGYN in town. Okay. Yeah. We did a podcast with a, a doula. With Kaylee with that Kaylee. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, 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 she's super magical. sweet. She's, she's super sweet. Yeah, she's a great, great chick. So again, it just kind of goes to what the woman is looking for. Yeah. Uh, to which direction to point her and what, what what are my options that she picks? And ultimately, you know your body better than I ever will. So and it I'm just here to tell you the options. options, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have options now, people. We love options, we right? We love options. And explore your options. And mm-hmm. don't be bullied into any that doesn't feel right for you. Exactly. If, if you want hospital care and that's what you want, 
go get it. Exactly. If you want something a little different and a little more holistic, check it out. Explore Mm -hmm. it. See how it feels in your body and in your energetic system. And if it resides Mm -hmm. well in those realms, no matter what your decision is, it's the right one. I tell people, trust your intuition. You know, as I lay everything out and discuss it, what resonates with you? What sounds good to you? If something doesn't sound good to you, go with that. Yeah. That's not for you. Yeah. If it if it if it evokes a lot of fear in mm-hmm. you and and then that's a whole nother subject oh, because gosh. fear can be ingrained mm-hmm. in you and, and you're responding out of fear just from that. Right. Um and you really would like to do something mm-hmm. else. So it's really about know thyself and then and then go from there. Definitely. Well, I'll be coming to see you Yay. whenever I need something. The old lady now has uh, <laughs> been been um, been uh, torn down, but my oldest patient has been ninety three. Ninety three. So I've had ten to ninety three. That's a good range. That's a, if you're old enough to have a period, <laughs> I can see you. And if, until you leave this earth, until yeah, yeah, that's a good. I was going to say in the grave, but mm-hmm. leave the earth. I mean, good. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, y'all, we have options here in town. Emily Willis is your girl to go to. (laughs) She is a women's health nurse practitioner, board certified. If you were to break that down, that's C-R-N-P-B-C. Aren't you proud of me for getting all that I'm so proud of you. I feel like we just ran through the alphabet. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is that way. Yeah, but all those letters after your name, that's a lot of schooling, a lot of learning, and you're still learning. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm currently in a class right now, so okay. there's always more to learn. Yeah, I'm learning some things too, but I think that's great. I also think that keeps us more in touch, right? It does. And to think that we know it all is, I mean. Arrogant and silly. It is. And, and that's a lot of what doctors think. That I went to medical school. I know it all. I know we what you ne- need. We never know it all. Oh, especially the men OBGYNs. I know what you need. And mm. really, that's a whole nother podcast. That is a whole nother podcast. I will never again, and nothing against male doctors, seriously. Right. There's lots of good ones out there. But for my body, I would never again have another male doctor. Yeah. Especially for my female issues. Especially in that Now, area. my knee, I, right. you know, I had, I when I blew my knee out, my surgeon was an that's orthopedic different. surgeon. That's different. They also have Our knees. Our knees are very similar. They don't have vaginas. No, no, no. That's different. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got a knee. I got a knee. I can right, understand. Right. Our knees are the, you know, there's no genitalia. That I can there. go with. Um, but if you're in my she shed, mm-hmm. I really want a lady to mm-hmm. know my interior design. Absolutely. <laughs> There's a new little thing for you. She Your interior design. The interior design. That is good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. We, we got to get creative. Very with good. These things. All right, everybody. Well, thank you, Emily. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sharing yes. what you do with us. Thank you for doing what you do. Thank you for having me. And I, I love it. It's my passion. I wouldn't do anything different. Well, I'm happy to say I've married you guys, and I'm glad all that's going well. And we're happily married. Of course you are. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Look Emily up if you have any questions. And we are out. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.